the social introvert. You're not bugging. You're not losing your mind. A lot of people want to make you feel like you're crazy just because you can read them. And people will make it seem like you're over-exaggerating what made you think that. What made me think that is my body recognized everything you're trying to do. I already know what you're thinking about. I already know the next move and your next move. I'm so in tune with myself that it allows me to be in tune with you. I'm reading you. I know everything about you. I know what direction, I know the angle, I know your approach, and I'm not going for it. So people are trying to make you seem crazy because you're that in tune. But value your intuition, value your insight, value the signals that go off because it'll save your life, I promise you. Welcome back to a brand new episode of the Social Introvert Podcast. I'm your host, Sid Davis. This is episode 511. You can find this show exclusively on bynkradio.net forward slash podcast, as well as Spotify, Apple Podcast, and anywhere else podcasts are available. Go ahead and give me that follow on social media. You can find me on Instagram and Twitter at Davis. I have other social media handles as well. The Instagram podcast page is at the Social Introvert Podcast. Twitter is at Social Intro Pod. You can hop on TikTok and follow me there as well at Davis and follow the official BYNK Radio page, which is at BYNK Radio on TikTok. And send your thoughts. You got any questions? You need any advice? If you want to send recommendations, suggestions, or what have you on anime or any TV show, film, doesn't matter. Uh, send those my way to the social introvert podcast at gmail.com. So attack on Titan. I'm pretty big on attack on Titan. You can watch it on Hulu. I would say the first three and a half, probably four and a half seasons are in English. And then the rest are in, they're in Japanese. So (laughs) they'll let you know, like they have indicators of what's dubbed and the subtitle version. They, they'll make it clear to you so you can pick. So I still watch my anime in Japanese or English, whatever. I don't care. I'm, I'm pretty annoyed because they said October. Now the date is November the 4th. So I'm like, you know what? That's, I guess that's not too far. We're in September already. So we're, we're getting there. We're getting close. Uh, hopefully there's no more pushbacks. Um, I know the new Exorcist movie got pushed back to October it was supposed to come out it was actually supposed to come out this week if I'm not mistaken but anyway it was supposed to come out this week and they pushed it back to the top of October which is quite funny I don't think that movie's gonna be any good y'all I'm sorry they're trying to turn it into a trilogy they're letting you know this is a trilogy out the gate I I don't think this is gonna be any good I saw the nun too don't ask why (laughs) <laughs> it was pointless uh i've seen the first two conjuring movies 
and that's as far as I've gotten. Oh, I seen Annabelle. I got halfway through Annabelle, and I was like, this is this some weak sauce. I don't like this, man. This is weak. And so that's about it. That's all I know about the Conjuring universe. Did I see the? Oh yeah, I saw the Curse of uh, La Llorona. However you pronounce it, I only saw it because one of my buddies is—he's from Brazil, and his his parents used to scare him with that story. It's a very dark story. But yeah, I saw the Nun too. I don't understand it, but it's the ninth film in the Conjuring universe. From what I know, and chronologically, in timeline-wise, this is the second film. So <clears throat> I paid very close attention to it too. So knowing the little bit that I know, and kind of picking up where this this movie was going, there's no stakes. Like I said, it was pointless. The the what, what's that demon's name in the Valak or whatever the demon nun or whatever stupid stupid it was barely in the movie the bad guy was a goat the villain was a goat and yeah i, I don't care i'm spoiling the movie it was stupid don't waste your time <laughs> i thought because i was on a good street i was like you know what i saw equalizer three equalizer three with some heat i'm gonna go see this nun too because they 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 ramping this up like it's supposed to be some fire flame nope this movie was garbage so don't waste your time ladies and gentlemen like I said, I, I, I do it so you won't have to. And I don't even think it's deserving of talking about on the horror movie podcast. The Nun 2 is just bad. But I am obligated to sort of kind of talk about it. I do have a horror movie podcast. So I guess I'll go more into detail with The Nun 2. I don't know. It's just It's just not a good film. I don't even see why they attempted to do this. But it's gonna make money either way. Internationally already, it's it's made 85 million. So people are going to see it. People were apparently anticipating this movie for for some reason. Who knows? Uh, other things that have been going on. I went to my stomping grounds over the weekend. Actually, the entire week. Um, I, I spent time in Virginia Beach. Back and forth between Virginia Beach and Norfolk, Virginia. Um, I went to Chesapeake to see my my pops um went to roosevelt memorial park i'm pretty sure i already touched on this but in the midst of that i my vacation it wasn't cut short but i've been trying to move up and get this job i've been trying to get it for a minute and i've been i've been clawing at this damn position for probably since february and there were just certain things just blocking me from getting it i'm like well damn okay what next? What do I got to do to actually get this? Um, I get a phone call from someone who works out there. And my uncle knows this guy. He's like, yeah, um, just, he said, come on out here. Why don't you drive out here and, you know, come in and sit down. And he said, not, it won't exactly be an interview. He's like, it's not guaranteed you get hired, but I did put in a good word. So just come on out and uh, yeah, just yeah, we'll see what happens from there. So, and I'm only but an hour and a half from the Virginia state line. So being in Virginia beach or Norfolk, I'm like two hours. I drove back Thursday night to come to the place where I was getting the job at on Friday, Friday afternoon. And it was set at maybe one Was it one? Yeah. One got there on time, about 20, 25 minutes ahead of schedule. And sat down and talked with them, and I start the 25th. 
and I'm so happy. I'm so thrilled. Uh, <laughs> so with that, I was going to go home real quick. And I was like, you know what? Fuck it. Jumped in that car and I drove back to Virginia and um, spent the rest of my days there for the for the rest of the week. Uh, Monday was my birthday. I am officially 34. And yeah, it yeah, this, this is my Walter Payton year. This is the Walter Payton year. I was going to say Giannis, but you know, Giannis, he getting there. He, he ain't legendary yet. Walter Payton, legendary. So say what you want about the Chicago Bears. Y'all can talk all the trash y'all want. Bear down, who cares? Guess what? It's the Walter Payton year for me. So I'm now a 34-year-old young buck. I'll say that. And uh, <laughs> yeah, I ain't getting no, I ain't getting no younger. But I feel good. I feel good. It's just so weird how people say, man, wait till you hit your 30s. Your body going to start breaking down and your knees going to be giving out it. And, and your back going to be hurting and shit. Like, no, I still feel like 18, 19 year old me. I still feel that way. That's just I may be like that forever. I could hit 60, maybe 65 and still feel youthful. Like, yeah, I'm. 60 some years old but i still feel like i'm 25 30 years old. i just that's how i feel so yeah man is i'm grateful for being here and it's weird because i didn't expect for any of that to happen i'm like well whenever that job opening comes i'll go ahead and you know i'll jump on it but when i did it was it, it was it, none of the doors were opening and no matter what i just kept going at it i kept like, okay can i apply for it now can i apply for it now can i apply for it now and i finally got it for a different company and they they pay very handsomely i'll say that uh the hours are going to be a little bit longer but don't fret don't trip the social introvert podcast and Terradome highway podcast will still be in full effect uh, it's just the way they're going to be 12 hour long shifts that's to me that's nothing uh, 12 hours is nothing and every other weekend I'll be off. So let's say I'm off. No, sorry. Let's say I'm working Monday, Tuesday, off Wednesday, Thursday, and then go back Friday, Saturday, Sunday. And then it alternates. And then that next week I'll be off Friday, Saturday, Sunday. And it, it just switches off like that, which is fine by me. I'm not tripping. It's a... Uh, I don't know. Like some people would think that sucks because they would like to have every Friday, Saturday, Sunday off, but I'm cool with having those three days off every other week. I'm, I'm perfectly okay with that. And I'm perfectly fine with being off in the middle of the week. I like that. So, um, I'm, I'm really excited about this and I can get more things done and just make more shit happen. Like I can I can apply more things into this podcast thing, man. Like goodness gracious, like <laughs> it is it's been a it's been a whirlwind, man, since 2017. And I'm I'm thankful for still doing this podcast thing, but being able to um just being able to financially grow and when need be, I can just add more things on and do more things financially when it comes to this stuff cuz I'm not stopping this podcasting thing until I drop. That's that's it. Like this is gonna happen either way. I don't care, and I'm I am determined on making this thing happen. So, yeah, man. 
uh, we in there, Walter Payton here, let's go. Now, let's get into some new music. Before uh, I do that, the song that I just played at the beginning of this episode is called Last Week by 38 Special and Conway the Machine, Special Machinery. Man, oh man, oh oh my goodness. This, woo! Y'all tripping about this hip hop, bro. Which. <laughs> Ain't no good hip hop out here, man. It's dying, man. It's the 50 years and nobody really doing. Man, they they doing something on this album. They are doing something on this album. I'm used to 38 Special and Benny the Butcher collaborating for all these years. And to see Special and Conway get together and do something is so dope. I love it. A really dope album. Once again, it's called Special Machinery. It's available on all music streaming services. 38 Special, Conway the Machine. Check it out. You won't be disappointed, especially you looking for something. If you're really looking for something where they just, they barring you up, you got some, some dope beats and some samples, you will enjoy this project. So as far as new music goes, Amaka, A-M-A-K-A. She is one half of Van Jess. Uh, they have severed ties and gone their separate ways it it sucks because i really like van jess they're dope to me uh but she does have this new ep out entirely produced by kate Trinata called oasis i highly recommend you go check that out if you're looking for some good r&b dope beats if you're familiar with kate Trinata, i just that's a given go check it out right away uh, one of my favorite joints off of this project is called oasis check it out the social introvert Once again, that is Oasis by Amaka off of her brand new EP, Oasis, which is available on all music streaming platforms. Go check it out. Really dope project, man. Uh, let's see what we got going on here. Uh, 50 Cent up to just 
weird shit. I, I don't even want to talk about the 50 cent thing. We'll just, I'll hold off on that for Thursday, whatever. <laughs> but uh, Erica Mena apologizes for monkey insult after being fired from Love and Hip Hop. Erica Mena has issued an apology for calling Jamaican musician Spice a fucking blue monkey during an episode of Love and Hip Hop Atlanta. Mena has since been fired from the show due to racially insensitive remarks. She addressed the situation in a statement to TMZ. I deeply regret my insensitive comment and want to humbly apologize to anybody I hurt or offended by my thoughtlessness. My choice of words was wrong and I take full responsibility for what I said. As a woman of color and the mother of two black children, I want to make it clear that my use of that word was not in any way racially driven. Hmm, are you sure about that, Erica? I don't know. Mena, was, <laughs> Mena wasn't alone in her apology. MTV also published a statement online addressing Mena's comments. It reads, the Love and Hip Hop franchise has never sh shied away from hard con conversations. I can't read in our community. Working hand in hand with our partners, viewers, We'll see the impact of Erica Mena's remarks play out in the final three episodes of the season. Effective immediately, she will not appear in the next season of Love & Hip Hop Atlanta. Mena has been a staple of the Love & Hip Hop franchise for years. She previously starred in Love & Hip Hop New York before becoming a regular on the Atlanta uh, version. Spice broke her silence on an incident during an Instagram live session on September 5th, admitting that bringing up Mena's child during the argument may have been wrong, but doesn't excuse racism. I'm not being ignorant. I'm not playing victim. I am taking full accountability because you said I experienced the racism because I triggered her. So is that a new thing now in 2023? It's okay to receive racism as long as you're angry. I'm just asking. Feel free to let me know. So, yeah, um... Where I stand with this, right? Okay, on one hand, you don't really uh, the kids. What are they gonna do? I, I don't think they should be brought up in a topic of conversation when you're arguing with someone. One, I just, I think it's childish. Oh, there are kids <laughs> childish talking about kids, whatever. From but from what I heard, I think all Spice said to her was that her child doesn't like her or something to that degree. Or did she? I don't know. I don't watch Love and Hip Hop. I'm not into that shit. Um, I, I watched it the few times that Peter Guns was on there. I know I used to watch it at one point when Joe Budden was on there and I was over it because he was just annoying to me. Uh, but I was watching it with Peter Guns because I'm very, very familiar with Peter. And just it was a whole drama fest of him cheating on his wife and he had a side piece he got the side piece pregnant and then married her and then went back to the wife i think the woman's name was tara or something like that but then got tara pregnant and then it was a mess it was a whole i said oh no man this is too bad for my spirit i can't watch this bullshit <laughs> so i was off of that immediately um i i eventually finished it but Peter Guns on, on Love and Hip Hop was like the one time I really tuned in to it. But yeah, um, yeah, the, the child talking about people's children, that's not cool. Uh calling somebody a blue fucking monkey, just and you say you didn't mean it with racial intent or malice or anything, you're lying because you knew you were gonna take it there. Like you had that it, it was like the first thing that came out of your mouth which 
I'm not going to say it was premeditated for her to say that, but in a sense, you've sat there and you weren't against saying anything that nasty or rude to somebody of the African-American race. Uh, now, you being a, a woman of color, then me, is Erica Mendel black? I doubt it. But you do have two black children. So for you to even say that is just extremely tasteless and disgusting. And uh, yeah, I, I don't know, fam. I just, I don't watch Love and Hip Hop. What do I know? I don't give a damn. Somebody, well, what you need, you need to tune in to the Love and Hip Hop because it's must-see television. Shut up. I don't know. No, no, no. Speaking of must-see television, I finally watched Secret Invasion. What was that bullshit? What was that? I know it, it's it been over. I know people talked about it and they was like, man, it's some bullshit. And I didn't pay any attention. I just seen some of the advertisements and had no desire to watch it. I didn't care. I said, you know what? Let me sit down and watch this. This is during the vacation. I said, yo, what is this? And I turned it off after the second episode. I said, this is some weak shit. You don't make anything based on the secret invasion, your interpretation of what secret invasion is or the direction you're going to go with the Marvel Cinematic Universe. And it it's some bullshit. This is the moment where you're just supposed to be setting things up coming out guns blazing just is all set up to what's to come in the future and for you to give us this bull i don't know i don't know a lot of people say oh man it's fallen off since avengers endgame it hasn't been the same i would say it ain't been the same since during that phase like because there's some bullshit during that phase prior to infinity war and endgame so i'm not about to get into it don't care I, and to me and still in game is not that great i don't care what anybody says it's not that good if there was any movie that Mar the marvel cinematic universe peaked at it was captain america 2 the winter soldier and that's where it stops y'all peaked right there that is still the best marvel movie i've ever seen <laughs> my entire life i said this shit is incredible you're never gonna top if this is the route y'all going, you're never going to top Winter Soldier. I'm sorry. It's, you're not. And I know some people like, well, what about Black Panther? Black Panther was cool. I don't see a point for Black Panther 2. Um, uh, after, <laughs> I'm sorry. I just don't. Um, that's just my opinion. Just take it with a grain of salt and just let it go. Water under the bridge. But like I said, y'all ain't topped anything since this uh, Captain America Winter Soldier because... I watched it the other day. Still fantastic. I still love that film. Um, but yeah, it's. Eh. I decided to watch Secret Invasion because, you know, the hype died down. And, you know, there are some people praising it still, but there are a lot of people that were trashing it. And I say, let me go ahead and sit down and give this a shot. But, uh, eh, it was all right. It won't, it won't hit no nothing. Better luck next time. I don't know. So. In other news, Nas, Nazir Jones, Nasty Nas, Escobar. Season has returned for a second time in one year again. Nas is dropping Magic 3 on the 14th. It is, is dropping on the 14th. Album cover's out. There's a tweet that's out right now. Let me let me get to this tweet. I really want to read this. Uh, it's I wouldn't say it's cryptic, but it's kind of, to me, it's bittersweet in a sense because... Um, 
I really don't want it to end, but it seems like this is going to be a thing coming to a close. Uh, Nas says on Twitter, or is is it threads? I don't know. Where did he say this? Let me stop. Uh, Nas says, I want to thank everyone for taking this ride with Hit Boy and I. It's been nothing short of magical. The album drops on my birthday, September 14th at 9 p.m. Forever grateful. Enjoy. Nazir Jones. Magic 3 dropping September 14th. And um, it, it's really dope um, just how this thing started and where it is now. And it didn't hit me until like the first Magic. I was like, okay, cool. And then uh, King's Disease 3 came out. And then he was teasing that uh, Magic 2 was coming. I was like, is he working on like two different trilogies? Like, what? Oh, shit. And that's it was just dope. I was like, where is he going to go with this? And it, it's been quite the ride, man. It's been fun. This is six albums. Six albums. When did he start doing this? Let's go back. Let, let's, let's go back to the first King's Disease. Hmm. Six albums since 2020. Now, seven technically, if you count Nazir. Let's count Nazir. I'm not, I personally do not like the album, but I'll count it still. So it's seven albums. Nazir came out 2018, I believe. Yeah, 2018. All right, nothing in 2019. And in 2020, he returns with King's Disease. And then it's just since then. So in that time span, he's dropped. This will be the seventh album come Friday. And that that is impressive. I feel like he's taken from the currency playbook and the, the filthy rich playbook. Filthy Rich is another rapper from you know West Coast. I feel like he's taken from those playbooks and just said, let me do that, but not so much on how they do it. And he he's been pretty successful at it in these last few years. Um I have nothing bad to say about any of these albums, minus Nazir's and eh. A little shaky, a little rocky, but whatever. And you can say, well, what do you mean he's taking from the currency playbook? I only say that because it was that one video that I saw him is, I think it was right before King's Disease dropped. And he stepped out the, the whip and he's wearing this, uh, this Jet Life green and orange Letterman jacket. And when I saw that, I'm like, I think he's trying to take the currency playbook. Is he really going to drop this much? Like, what is he doing here? And here we are. Uh, this is dope. And this ends the debate. It The, the debate done is been over. It's been over with for a long time. And people swear by it. They still fighting, hanging on by a thread. Jay-Z. No, no, it's over. Let it go. If this album. <laughs> listen. <laughs> if Magic 3. I swear, because the first Magic, out of all the albums that have dropped, the first Magic to me would be the classic, out of all of them. And I'm, that's not taking any light off of the other albums, but Magic is the one for me. Magic 2 is pretty good. It's a different direction. If Magic 3 is, if, if it trumps all of all these albums, I don't want to hear nothing else. I don't want to hear not another word. Y'all can say what y'all want about Nas. Y'all can have all the opinions you want about Nas. But right here proves something. This man has been around since the late 80s. More notably around the Live at the Barbecue is the one that got people talking. Got label record record executives looking for him. Getting beat up in the hood. 
trying to go and track this man down. He's been around since then, and it's just, it seems like now he's just getting started. Um, I know after this, he said he's supposed to go in a different direction. I Listen, I, I love the Hitboy and Nas collaborations. I, I really would like to hear DJ Premier and Nas again. I don't know. I don't know if that's going to work, especially with um, Hitboy going out of his way to push Nas because it seems now that Nas is spitting on a lot of the current production, which I really do enjoy. So I think Nas, I think Nas is past that phase of where he's really trying to get this so-called Swiss beats album that he has, or this primo album that he's working on. I think he's past that. He's just looking to get probably some current production spit on him and give us something good that's what he's doing so i'm not against that i'm happy and i can't wait for this shit to drop so shout out to nazir jones i see y'all clutching y'all fists right now like arthur like oh wait till jay-z drops jay-z's gonna drop a classic anyway let me quit playing so the next story um the dj envy and tyrese um talk on the breakfast club and it's kind of funny because um, is seeing DJ Envy act tough is really, really funny. Like, nobody had anything to say when Birdman walked in there with goons. But with Tyrese sitting right there, it's pretty funny watching DJ Envy be that comfortable and acting tough. And so, I'll, I, I would botch you in the mouth. You talked about my wife and... Uh, I don't pay attention to the Breakfast Club anymore. I haven't for quite some time. And this is prior to Angela Yee leaving. I just, I don't care. Uh, <laughs> uh, this is a thing where DJ Envy's ego is getting the best of him. Not to say that Tyrese was correct in his way, but I, I, I think Tyrese has an understanding of the wrong that he was doing. That's probably what it is. But at the end of the day, DJ Envy is... A bad friend um apparently tyrese saved the marriage between uh envy and his wife and i guess at a certain point envy felt some sort of way like i guess the the whole relationship and friendship between envy his wife and tyrese got inappropriate maybe i don't know what that means i do know what that means i don't have time to sit here and elaborate on it don't care but <laughs> <laughs> but the the relationship got a little too inappropriate, I guess, and Tyrese making, uh, I guess, lewd comments and very, you know, just out the way remarks that should be made. I don't know. It's just weird to me. That is a conversation that should have never happened on air. I don't know why this was a thing. That is something that y'all should have discussed privately. Why was this shit on the airwaves? Why was this for us to see? This is something that's between you two I, I just find it odd i find it odd just like the the reason tde thing and reasons manager talking to him i believe it was like through a twitch last year or was it a twitch live stream or was it like an interview interview style type thing and um they were going back and forth reason was saying some some sly shit his manager was saying some sly shit his manager musa they just they was just saying some slick shit to each other. If you know, you know about the whole TDE thing and the troubles that Reason's been having with getting his album out. 
that was also a conversation that should have never been seen amongst the public at all. That should have been private. It's just odd to me. Is y'all just looking for clicks or trying to be talked about them? It's just, I don't know. It's, it's out of pocket to me. But as of late, Tyrese has been dropping a, a couple of new songs. And most of these songs are a little over five minutes long. And they're not bad. They're really good. <laughs> they're really good. I don't know if he's working on a new album. Um, it sounds better than ever. And so uh, we'll, we'll see what he has coming. So I've never been a person that just disliked Tyrese's music. I've never had anything to hate on him about. Um, except for that. What's that one song? Signs of Love Making? I hate that song. And I just, I don't like it. Let's quit rambling on. I'm going to get into some more new music. Let's get into some new music. So uh, Apollo Brown and Planet Asia have returned with a brand new album. Their last project was in 2017. That album is called Anchovies. I advise anybody who... Man, if, this is... I, I don't know why I keep sitting here and restating like, look, if y'all are so like tapped out of what the current state of hip-hop is then go and look elsewhere there's other shit to look for this album anchovies that they dropped in 2017 is one of those albums that i highly recommend that you go listen to it's really good but they're back again with a brand new album called sardines and i, I don't know if this is going to be a trilogy or some sort but i like what i'm hearing in the second installment one of my favorite joints off of this album it's called Wide Awake. Check it out. Exotic portraits of the third dimension. Astral planning off of herb inventions. The social introvert. Amazons and yoga. Uh, battle scars and culture. These rappers acting like they hate their daddies. I'm on the phone with pops eating Jamaican patties. Big shot to run teams proper. Apollo, Detroit and Fresno, that's a rugged combo. The game is getting more weird. Look what's trending. Just a bunch of dusty dudes and no women. It's fucked up. You thought it was, but it ain't. Ain't no love for the snakes. And if it was, I'd be fucked up and stinking to the TikTok. You don't get shot by the pocket rocket popper from off the block. When we was getting bread off the coca, you trick niggas was getting hair from the smokers. My clientele is wide awake. Give me half a year, I might just buy the place. Cross the line of no return, and you can die today. Infamous like the Scarface picture with the pile of yay. My clientele is wide awake. Give me half a year, I might just buy the place. Cross the line of no return, and you can die today. Infamous like the Scarface picture with the pile of yay. Most wanted appointed the righteous villain. Life is too short, don't fight the feeling. I used to be involved with all types of women. Young whippersnapper known for putting pipe up in them. Uh, the stomach stabber, titty liquor, city slicker, the elixir. The reason why the bitch is fixed up. Tell your moms we about to leave. No disrespect, but I made plans for us to go out to eat. I let the rhythm hit them. Without the beat. This ain't a magic trick, this is alchemy. Get out your seats. Let's make a toast. All my alkaline genetic niggas take a toe. Once again, that's Wide Awake by Apollo Brown and Planet Asia off of the brand new album. 
Sardines is available on all music streaming platforms. Go check it out. So before I get up out of here, uh, update on the brick lady, the scammer. Yeah, it's, it, it's confirmed. It's it's official. This brick lady was never attacked. She was never hit. Uh, this big, weird looking ass thing puff on her face uh, that she had in the video was an allergic reaction to whatever she ate. I don't know if it was shellfish or whatever type of uh, some seafood boil she had or is an allergic reaction. So uh, I will say this. I'm not going to say anything negative about her. Uh, because um, this is not her first rodeo. There was an incident in 2020 where she sort of kind of did the same thing and was like, oh, I got beat by four black men outside the store, and this, that, and the third, and then come to find out that this woman got dragged by four black women for just saying some ignorant, disparaging shit to them. So this is somebody who just goes out of their way to cause trouble. And the discussion in between this entire dilemma that has been going on is black men and shit. It was just all types of just nasty things. And for those people who are jumping in, you know, up in arms and just saying all types of things about black men as a whole need to come to an understanding. Okay. You really do need to come to an understanding. I say this every once in a while, and I only say it when it's real serious because the discussion needs to be had immediately. If there's nobody else that's going to say it, I'm going to say it. Okay. There's just some of us who don't really want to be around y'all because the reason why is that y'all go out of your way to cause some trouble. Like you want to be in a function where you just, you, you're looking for something to start. You, you really, you're looking for attention. You want to record, you want to do this, that, and the third. You want to pop off in anybody in public. They look at you wrong. Don't, nobody don't want to be around that. Nobody want to be around that. In this particular situation, black men ain't trying to be around a bunch of women that's loud and rude and nasty and want to just start shit for the sake of starting shit because, uh, you quote unquote, that bitch or whatever. Like we ain't got time for that. Like I said, if nobody going to say it, I'm going to say it. I get really aggravated when, in particular, when black men come out and say something with situations like this, or it could be anything about dating black women. And you have remarks saying, oh, you hate yourself. You, your mama black, or you hate black women. No, they, they don't. If it's up to them, that's who they want to marry. They want to marry black women, but it's based off of their own experiences now, there are some, there, there's some bad apples who just have rude and ignorant shit to say about black women. And I don't subscribe to that. That shit ain't, that shit ain't cool. Knock it off. But for those who just come out and just say, hey, man, you know, I've been treated a certain way or picked on when I was younger. So it's made me feel some type of way. I just kind of back off. And that's that. And that's all that they have to say. You want to come out and just shit on them. And say all types of things about them. And they don't even have to sit here and say anything mean or disparaging about them. Because they truly don't feel that way. They, they're they telling you their experience. So they they kind of they navigate elsewhere in dating outside of that. Gee, don't knock them for that. Don't knock them for it. Now, if they're coming out saying some rude shit, yeah. You, you want to check them right there at the door and say, hey fam, hey, knock it off. Right? But overall, black men, or not, no men overall men period 
They not trying to be around no loud ass, mean, rude ass chick that's just sitting here looking for clout and attention and just wanting to put their hands on people and especially somebody like that in particular. Don't nobody want to be around that because one, I feel like you put my goddamn life in danger. I know I'm a man. I can defend myself and I can hang toe to toe pretty well. But still, don't put my goddamn life in danger of some bullshit that you're trying to cause just because you just you're dying for attention. No, sir. So as I'll say this to men, too, um, don't be up here on social media saying, oh, apologize to us. Like, what do we get in return? Like, look what you did. You making us look bad. Look, don't expect no apology from nobody. Anybody who sat there and posted this and said what they had to say, they said what they said. Take it to the chin, charge it to the game. That's how they feel. And you keep it moving. Don't expect no damn apology. It's the same thing with the Jonathan Major situation. Don't expect no type of apology at all. Like, for what? We know how we're viewed on a daily basis anyway. So we taking a stride. This shouldn't be shocking or surprising to any of us. So, yeah, this is it's another Carly Russell situation. Um, what a what, woman who cried. Nah, the woman who cried brick. I, I don't know, man. Listen, there's <laughs> another person that's on the Internet who is dying for attention like the she's fiending for attention that bad to the point. Hey, I think she racked up like 50K on a GoFundMe off of this, she racked up 50 G's. So, and it's not under her name, it's under somebody else's name. So I, I don't know. Um, yeah, it's, it's a mess, dude. I would really like to add attention seeking uh, amongst probably some of the worst drug epidemics we've had in history. The, the crack epidemic, then we got this opioid shit, fentanyl, whatever you want to call I don't know. Um, just let's add attention to that because this is bad. You're going out of your way to do this just for some some numbers. <laughs> I don't know, fam. She was able to rack up 50 G's off of this shit. This that's insane. Good Lord. Uh, Yeah, man. So <clears throat> don't be mad. If you're looking for an apology, forget about it because you ain't going to get one. The same people who sat there and posted and said what they had to say. Don't expect because people don't like to look. They don't like to be embarrassed. You know, they don't like the egg on their face. So forget it. Let's let's keep it moving, man. Let's keep it pushing. And uh, another quick thing I kind of wanted to touch on is is uh, isn't yeah, is necessary. I just I don't know something quick. So when it comes to people who want to be successful and then those who want to be content. So. I find it pretty annoying for those people that are content and just living a regular life uh, have something to say about people who are going after more and wanting to be successful. They live somewhere else other than where the content person lives. You know, the, you know, this content person who lives in, you know, the small town and just chilling. They're like, well, I don't get why people have to What's with this with people always wanting this busy ass life and they're always on the go and da 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 and stuff like that. And then there's this other thing where the people who are 
successful and they're on not even successful but on the go just busy all the time they want to stay active have so much to say about the person that's content and they just resort to them as losers and oh they don't want anything out of life and i'm not trying to sit here and point the finger at any group but i would like to say it's okay to live an average life it is okay i promise you it is Everybody that's how you, what you see on Instagram or Facebook, wherever you at is not real. Like, stop it. Knock it off. It's, it's okay to live a regular content life. Like you, you make what you make. You come home, you know, you're living within your means. Nothing is drowning you out. You ain't got to worry about how much has got to be paid at the end of like, you're good. You're good to go. That is okay to live that life. But I don't know why there's this big of a debate on if you're just content and you're just you're working a regular job and da 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 and you're a loser you don't want anything out of life and then the vice versa version of that is oh i don't know why you want to live this fast six uh fast-paced life and nah this is too much i stop it just let people live how they want to live i just I don't give a shit. <laughs> I just don't understand why there's this big debate on it because it's, I know there's been debates on it and stuff like that, but it it's more prevalent now. I'm seeing it a lot more. All I got to say to that is if you live in a regular content life and you, you ain't trying to be all up in the mix like that and you ain't trying to be caught up within the Joneses, perfect. That's beautiful. If you live in this fast paced life and you, you know, you're the go getter, you trying to get it by any means that's okay too but don't knock each other for it and that's all i have to say <laughs> that wraps this episode up for me thank you for listening to episode 511 really quick shout out to the john and fake podcast 12 kyle podcast random tandem brunch with besties tackless know-it-all two awkward millennials reasonable ignorance and ignorant philosophy also, I can't forget about the BYNK family. Shout out to Government Name Podcast with Shogun and Cole Jackson. Shout out to Rain Coleman over there at the Carefree Black Nerd Podcast. And shout out to the Sex with Friends Podcast with your host and co-host, Rose the Artist and Whitney Janae. And shout out to our BYNK blog content creators. I'm also a blog content creator. You can go to bynkradio.net. Go to the lifestyle section. Scroll down till you see grown man shit with Rob Immortal. Jasmine Blue with Jasmine Blue. And yours truly, Social Introvert. And every Thursday evening, 7 p.m. to 9 p.m. Central Time, make sure you tune in to Thursday Night Lights, which is a radio show powered by BYNK Radio, hosted by Cole Jackson himself of Government Name Podcast. Just go to bynkradio.net. Stay at the top of the page at the header, press play, and just have a good time, man. It is a dope show. And there are replays on Saturdays at 12 noon Central Time. So I'll be back tomorrow. And as always, take care of each other. Most importantly, take care of yourselves. Have a great week. Have an even better weekend. It seems like when I went on vacation, everybody just wanted to go on vacation. So if you're doing that, have a blast on vacation. And I'll see you guys tomorrow. The Social Introvert. 
I pulled the flower from the garden of pure floor de jardine. A bloodline mixed the Philippines with New Orleans. The vibe made me think of Diane, Carol, and Claudine. Whoever couldn't see it, then so be it. Like I mean, a queen nightingale in her wings whispered a sky and tell. The sun and moon are her biggest fans. They sent a mail. Skin caramel, a magnetism, none could parallel. From Venus to Venezuela, they call her Miss Michelle. Her beauty truly a treasure. Her laughter was a song. No way I could ever be right if love on her was wrong. There was times my character might have been less than strong. She would leave, but she'd always come back where she belonged. She got the whole wide world under her finger. When we were young, she came in and stung me with a stinger. My Nefertiti, Amina, Makiba, Maya Zinger, the light in which I'm a linger. I'd probably do anything for that girl. I lay awake and feel all of my thoughts running. I tally my regrets, upsets, and shortcomings. What have I been taught from them? Some souls are suited, and when you support someone, you invest in the future. Some days it's apple cider, the next could be kombucha. A celery through the juicer and telling me do a booster. She mighty Aphrodite and never a true Medusa. She's never been too obtrusive, long as we've been exclusive. At first, love was elusive. This old heart was icy, the cold part. I thought the final wifey wasn't likely. My lover friend, my spiritual twin yet nothing like me and rightfully so i never met somebody more striking a yell she got the whole wide world under her finger when we were young she came in and stung me with a stinger my nefertiti amina makiba maya zinger the light in which i'm a linger i probably do anything for that girl stay focused man sky's the limit go all the way a lot of suckers in every industry but you know, do what you gotta do and research the game. Who has the power? Get next to them or become them. Just study, research who's ahead of you. Get around smart people. Smart people's the key. Stick with smart people, you'll be good. BYK Radio.